It is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. And from the home studio in Middletown, Delaware, I am Marshall Manlow from My Sports Reports. This is an interview edition of our show here today. And this afternoon, we will meet the Pennsylvania 6A state girls basketball champions from Plymouth White Marsh High School. 34 and 0. Perfect season. That's what everybody wants, right? Perfect season. And they actually beat our state champions here in Delaware. They also beat one of our final four teams here from Delaware early in the season. We'll talk about that and some of the other exciting things that they accomplished uh, throughout the year here. And hopefully when I press this button, my guests will appear. There they are. All right. Now they can only see my still picture. So that's it's it's got to be a little... Uh, a little weird. It's just the way this software works here uh, with the, the lack of a satellite feed. This is kind of how this uh, kind of goes here. But from left to right on my screen, I put the logo right over Jordan's head. Let me got to move that there. Okay. Head coach Dan Doherty. Am I saying that right? You pronounce it a different way. Dan Doherty. Doherty. Okay. And then to your left, introduce yourself there, young lady. Um, I'm Lainey Allen. Lainey Allen, welcome. And next to you? I'm Caitlin Flanagan. Caitlin Flanagan, and next to you? Jordan Thomas. Hi, Jordan. So I put your logo up there. I'm going to have to remove your logo because it's kind of in Jordan's ear right now. You'll see it later, what I'm, ta what I'm talking about here. All right, goodbye, little colonial. There, it's gone. All right, so congratulations, ladies. I know you've been making uh, making the tour around to all the uh, local websites, interviewing you and TV stations and radio stations and all that kind of stuff. What's what's the aftermath of your championship been like for you, as far as that's concerned? Um, it's it's been um, really exciting. Like you're like you said, talking to a bunch of different people. I kind of just want to know more about like how we got there, it, it's cool to kind of be able to share a little bit, like a little part of what it took, I think. And we've all enjoyed that a lot. Awesome. And uh, Caitlin, who uh, just spoke up there, you were just recently named the Montgomery County Player of the Year. And I think Montgomery County is twice as big as my home state here in Delaware. So that's <laughs> a, a pretty decent accomplishment. Coach, talk about Caitlin and her year and uh one of the, some of the reasons that she won player of the year? Uh, so in terms of the, of the overall year, I think um, one of the culminations that, you know, shows just what a great season uh, I call her Flanagan all the time. Caitlin had uh, was in our state championship game. Um, a lot of times the first stat people go to in a game is people look at how many points you scored. And uh, Kate scored two points in the state championship game. And you might think that might not have been a, uh, one of her best performances, but it actually was. Uh, she's a, a special point guard that can dominate the game without scoring uh, because of her defense, her assists, and the way that she handles other teams' pressures. That uh, you know, through the course of the season, I feel like the teams that gave us the biggest challenges uh, and were our biggest tests were the teams that really tried to get the ball out of Kate's hands and disrupt our offense. Uh, and I think. You know, what separates her, what kind of got that to the player of the year level 
is you can either let the other team dictate to you that that's what's going to happen or you cannot let it happen. Uh, and I thought in some of our biggest games this year, she refused to let the other team get the ball out of her hands or kind of dictate the pace of play or the style of play. Um, you know, during the course, she's been a starting point guard. She, she came in here as a freshman and she's kind of taken on different roles. Uh, you know, one, you know, some years we've had to rely on her to score. Um, but as the, you know, the, the rest of the team is the team together kind of grew. They've been together for three and four years now. Uh, she kind of saw her role go back more to that traditional point guard, uh, facilitating the offense and, and really just being a, a coach out on the court. Um, and when you, when you play as difficult of a schedule and as high level of a schedule as we play <clears throat> from the coach's side of things, you, you really need that out there. You need someone that understands, you know, what we're trying to do offensively, defensively. Um, and I think that's ultimately what led to the honor this year. And Caitlin, uh, I take it you're a senior, is that right? Yeah, that's right. How old are you? I'm 18. And <laughs> I understand that you are going to continue playing basketball. Where will that be? I'm going to be playing at Holy Cross. Yeah, that's awesome. Looking forward to that. Looking forward yes, to I that. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, once the high school season ended, I think that's kind of when it set in that that was kind of the next step. Um, and I, I'm super excited. I've been talking to my coaches a lot. Uh, and I, I can't wait to get up there this summer. And uh, how tall are you? I'm 5'8. Can you dunk? No, not yet. Not <laughs> I'm working yet. on it. All right. Well, maybe a little growth spurt this summer and you'll get there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else do you like to do besides play basketball? Um, I guess like the normal high school um, kid thing. I like to hang out with my friends. Um, uh, just like getting outside, that kind of stuff. Always being active. That's what I'm into. She's also a four-year member of the varsity soccer program as well. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. Aren't you playing soccer? Yeah. In Pennsylvania, isn't uh, soccer season now or uh, is it in the fall? No, it's, it's for high school, yeah, it's in the fall. Okay. Yeah, see our different, girls. Different, season. different in Pennsylvania than Delaware, yeah. Yeah, yeah girls. Girls soccer now. is a fall sport. Right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll come back to you uh, again. And Lainey Allen, how old are you? What grade are you in? I'm 17, but I'm a senior. You're a senior also. And are you going to continue your basketball career? Uh, yeah, I'm going to University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Okay. Why'd you pick there? Um, uh, me and my parents really liked it. They have like a really, it's a small school, so they have a really tight-knit community and everyone there is like welcoming and family. And I just love the environment. So I thought it was a good place to continue my academics and athletic career. And what's your role on this uh, championship team? <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm the post player. Like, <laughs> me and Jordan, we're the post players that keep it locked down in the paint, I guess. How tall are you? She's the closest that we have to dunking. <laughs> that, was, that was my next question. You anticipated that. How, how tall are you? I'm 6'1", but oh. I cannot dunk. So. <laughs> oh. I do some more squats. Do some more squats. Get some spring. You'll be there. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm almost there. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what, el what else about you? What do you like to do for fun? Um, <laughs> I'm, 
I differ from Caitlin. I like staying inside mostly, <laughs> watching TV, whatever, spending time with my family. Um, also spending time with my friends, I guess. But yeah, mostly either at home or in the gym. So there's no in between between that. I find uh, a lot of athletes answer yeah. that question the same way. I like to hang out with my friends and all. Nobody says like, well, I'm into oceanography or LARPing <laughs> or, or, or anything like that. Well, I just mentioned to Lainey. Lainey's highly involved in our BCA club, if you want to speak to that. Yeah, um, I'm in the Black Cultural Awareness Club. I was a leader at the start of the, at the, start of the uh, school year, but once basketball started, I like just, I'm a regular member now. <laughs> but yeah, I've been a part of that for about four years, all years of high school. It's a good program to have at the school. We do a lot of um, activities. We did a um, step team. We have a step team now. They perform at some of our events. They performed at a basketball game, which is really cool. So it's a good program. Awesome. And where do you see yourself heading after college? Um, if anything, if I don't get like an internship or something, I was thinking going overseas for basketball, just continue playing if I can. Okay. Awesome. A uh, Delaware connection. Lainey's sister goes to the University of Delaware. Yeah. She oh. also used to play basketball here too. But yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, Coach, you're from Delaware, so that's. Uh, yes. I'm Delaware everything. As much <laughs> as I can bring it in. Yeah. Lives here, went to school here, St. Mark's High School. Yep. Yes. And uh, Jordan Thomas, how old are you? And I take it you're a senior also. Yes, I'm 18. And where are you going to play sports in college? Um, I'm going to Thomas Jefferson University. Where is that? Is that Virginia? Uh, no, it's in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Jefferson was big in It used to, it used to be Philadelphia University. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. They throw me off and they change. You finally learn where all these places are and then they change your names. <laughs> and uh, Jordan... Uh, what was what were some of the uh, standout moments for you uh, throughout this season here? Um, I would have to say all the success that we had. Um, you know, it, it's talked about a lot, like winning certain championships, but I feel like this year kind of all clicked, and I will never forget winning a district championship and winning a state championship. I think those two will forever be in my mind. Yeah, so all three of you, varsity for four years, three years, all four years? All right, four. so you had, we, we had a little issue with the pandemic and back in 2020, and that hit right around playoff time, right, Coach? In Pennsylvania? Yes, we were, we were in the final eight of the state, total, uh, the state title, uh, or the state tournament, I should say. So we were in the Elite Eight. Um, preparing for the game, and then the, uh, it just goes to show how oblivious you get when basketball season is going. I had no idea there was a pandemic or anything going on, uh, and school got canceled on a Friday, and we just kept preparing as if we were going to come back. We never did, mm. uh, so that was that was crushing. That was sophomore year for this group, um, and it was it was tough to tough to swallow coming back from that. And then last year was a really shortened year typically we play a 22 game regular season in pennsylvania and every team was just scrambling you only played january we didn't start playing games till january uh we only got to play 16 games last year during the regular season 
Now you play a lot of playoff games. I was looking at your schedule. It looks like nine total. I'm trying to think. Ten, I guess technically 12. So I, I know it's so different in Pennsylvania. But uh, so our league is 24 teams, the Suburban One League. So we played a three-game tournament. Okay. So that was the first part of the season. Uh, and then it's like four wins to win the district championship and then five wins to win the state championship. Yeah, that's a tough road. That is mm -hmm. a, that. How do you keep, uh, how do you keep your players motivated for that level of play for so long? It's, so here in Delaware, for example, the state tournament might be uh, four games for the champion, right? But now you're talking about twelve tournament games. There, and that's high pressure high level it's one in your I, I guess it's one in your done at all those right or maybe not the for first the, couple for the state for the state it is and for the sol playoff it is but in districts so districts is kind of almost like a seating tournament um but for this area so district one is chester delaware montgomery and bucks county uh and there are 44 6a schools just in district one mm. Uh, and that is a huge bragging rights that there hasn't been a girls basketball team uh, or a girls sports team in our school that's even won a district championship in over 30 years. Wow. Uh, it's so highly competitive because it's everyone's backyard. This is just a hotbed for uh, for basketball and sports in general. So yeah. um, th that's the one area where in districts, if you lose in districts, you can still go into a loser's bracket or a playback bracket and still make it into the state tournament. Your road gets much more difficult. Uh, going that way and when you're the district one champion you get the number one overall seed for the eastern bracket of pennsylvania okay so how do you keep them up for all the for all that period of time they can say it's school and all that stuff too yeah. I, I mean it's it's uh it's not easy uh but it's nice to have a senior group uh you know the other two um starters were juniors that were a huge part uh, all three of their years as well so um, it's one of those things you say sometimes as a coach, when you get a group that cares as much as you do or wants it as bad as you do, that's ultimately when you get, you know, one of these rides and one of this level of success. Like they, when we sat down at the beginning of the season and we said, okay, what's our personal goal? What's our team goal? I mean, to each one of them rolling across, the team goal was to win multiple championships, not just a league championship, but to try to win multiple championships. And, and to win a state championship at our school has been, a dream since you know they've been in middle school so uh, ladies how did you manage to keep motivated for the, all that time and how'd you deal with the stress of all that um stress wise it was actually like i think we tried to stay focused on like every day in practice we didn't really think about what we thought about what the outcome was going to be but we focused on what was in the moment. And we had all these people coming to us and saying, you're gonna win at Hershey, right? And it was just, it was a little overwhelming, but at the same time, so we stayed focused and we stayed one practice at a time, one game at a time. And I think that's what really helped us win in the end. We didn't expect too much, but we didn't expect too little. The thing that I notice here though, is that um, th there's really no close games. Uh, overall, throughout the season, you've almost scored twice as many points 
combined as the rest of your uh, opponents. And I mean, you won the state championship game against this Mount Lebanon here by 20 points. Thir the yeah. semifinals by 13, the quarterfinals there, if, the, if I'm reading this right, against per Perkyoman Valley by tw 25. Like, this isn't a fluke. You're, you're a real deal. I mean, you put it to everybody. And even though uh, these, so our state champion at Caravel, that was early in the season. It looks like your fourth or fifth game of the season. And you beat them by 20 points. And uh, yes, so you that, that game was deal. a challenge. You were without, we were without our uh, leading scorer that game. Um, so all three games that we played in Delaware, we were without uh, our two guard, Abby Sharp. And that I think might've been Kate's highest scoring game of the season. It was really uh, Kate and Caravelle's point guard, India Johnson were really kind of going toe to toe with each other. Um, but ultimately, you know, what you're saying there too about, what sets this team apart, too, is that all five starters are future high-level college basketball players. So where most teams have – most of your elite teams have two, sometimes three. Our starting five, each one of them led the team in scoring in a game here or there. Mm. Uh, and it's just one of the – like if you put your one or two best players to try and take our one or two best – our third, fourth, and fifth are better than your third, fourth, and fifth, mm. uh, and can can really just do a, a a wide range of things. So, you know, the the other things to speak to some of their talents here too. Like Laney's six one, we advertise her as six foot three because uh, of her wingspan, but she is the top of our full court press. Like Laney is incredibly mm. athletic and is a, plays the top of our full court press, mm -hmm. and then can finish at the basket with both hands. Jordan is your prototypical stretch four. She's one of, if not the best three-point shooter on our team to where, you know, she can score with her back to the basket, but you can't play off of her as a post player because she can shoot from, you know, from long range. And then if you if you don't play off of her, well, now you're going one-on-one -on -one against Laney in the post, and that's not good either. Uh, and so the, the team, you know, really kind of just has so many different weapons. And then what led to some of the, you know, the, the scoring differential too is just, we were saying earlier too, just the laser focus the girls were talking about too. The laser focus, the way that these girls, you know, in this day and age, they watch film. We use the huddle program. They watch film. When we, we had a week to get ready for that state championship game and we really made experience for the girls going up to Hershey and, and kind of getting acclimated to the, the atmosphere and everything there. But I think they were sick of practicing <laughs> to get ready for it. Uh, Mount Lebanon's best player is going to St. Louis and, we had them convinced that this girl was just going to tear them apart. And we held her to four points through three quarters. It was 41 to 17 after the third quarter, but they're just such a motivated team and, and such a driven team too. Uh, and I think something Laney was mentioning earlier too, is that the undefeated just kind of came along. We, it was never our goal this season to be undefeated. And when you look at some of the tough teams, the Archbishop, Archbishop Carroll game was a huge rivalry game. Uh, there's a big rivalry here with public versus private school in our area. Mm -hmm. uh, and for to be a public school and to beat some of these teams, I know that for Flanagan, that game was special. Uh, and then I know for Jordan playing Cardinal O'Hara was a very special game as well. Um, Cardinal O'Hara won the 5A state championship, and, and we, mm -hmm. we beat them to finish out our undefeated regular season. Uh, and so – 
it's the, the whole undefeated record it was just an afterthought it was just winning championships we never it's always one of the last things that we think of now everyone reminds us of it all the time uh but going undefeated was never the goal just winning the championships was so your coach just mentioned that a couple of those schools were uh, special victories for you, uh, for Caitlin and, and Jordan. Why were they? Jordan, I'll start with you. Um, mainly because we grew up playing against and with a lot of the girls that go to Carroll and O'Hara. So not that it's like a, a big rivalry, but, you know, it's almost like bragging rights and you know, some of these people used to be our teammates and we're friends with them. So, you know, it's it's nice to play against your friends, but out on the court, they're not really your friends. <laughs> right. That's how it has to be. How, how about for you, Caitlin? Oh, yeah. I mean, she basically said it. Just, you know, you play against um, girls that are, you know, your teammates maybe over the summer. Um, and then you, you go against them and it's definitely – just adds a little bit more of that like competitive spirit because you, you we're super close off the court, but like when you're playing each other, like you want you you want to go at each other, and that definitely made those wins um, a little bit more fun, I would say. Yeah. So one of the questions I'd like to ask of teams that have success like this is that we we know that they successful teams develop a culture of some sort that people from the outside looking in don't really understand so much and there could be some superstitions some rituals that you have uh, that you take part in um what might some of those be that you might want to share um one of our teammates the so we have three of our four seniors here right now um fiona gunaratna she she leads the team in like knocking on wood so she's like pretty superstitious with um jinxing us in any way so anytime we said anything about you know like if anything we thought was a certain like win, anything like that, we were always knocking on wood, that kind of thing. So that was definitely one superstition, I would say. Um, I think another thing we did as a team was our pasta parties. Every night before, not every night, but before every game, most games, we would go to someone's house, get up together, just eat and have fun together as a team and just bond. So I think that also is another one. Awesome. I think one that really helped us was like sitting down in the beginning and going over goals because I'm, I'm a firm believer in like speaking things into existence and I think when our coach had us you know share out our personal goals and team goals I think we all showed each other that you know we all want this and we need to help each other get there. Yeah. Another thing that jumps to mind even if we weren't a part of it purposefully as coaches was it is a long season basketball I would put right up there with football season. It's just such a long grinding season. Mm. Um, at the end of our regular season, we had a one week off before districts because we had a bye. The girls, the, the varsity group went away together. We gave them off practice for weekends. Uh, we were four months into the season by then. And so the, the seven of them went away with some of the, the moms and had a kind of just a retreat weekend uh, where they just kind of spent time bonding together as a team, uh, taking a break from the pressure of basketball and season. That's an important thing, too, is just in terms of building a culture, the kind of cliche thing that we say to them as coaches all the time is that the relationships that you have with your teammates is always what will last longer than uh, the wins and losses and things like that. 
Uh, it may not last longer than our state championship banner now that we get, but uh, it's always it's always what it's something we try to drive home with the kids too. Is just that it's it's that relationship that you build with one another because you you know uh, you know this is one of the first times we've gotten together in a little bit, but like you spend three hours a day, six days a week together uh, for five to six months, um, and it's it's a, it's a long grind. So it's important to kind of you know take basketball out. And remind yourself that your your teammates, your friends, uh, and it is a special bond. My my superstitious thing that we ever did is whenever we take charter bus rides, we get shamrock shakes on the yes. way home. Yes. And so uh, it always co- correspond or corresponds to March Madness. Is that in the state of Pennsylvania, you have to travel so far when you get into the state mm. uh, state title. So anytime we take a charter bus ride, uh, as long as they win, they get, uh, <laughs> they get shamrock shakes on the way home. Well, they must have had a lot of shamrock shakes this year then. <laughs> So, Lainey, look over to your left to uh, Caitlin. Tell me something interesting, funny, or positive about her. Um, oh, we have this picture of us, and then, like, before we were playing a game, we started, like, it was, like, right at the beginning of a game. We just, like, give each other that look <laughs> that we know we're about to do some stuff to another <laughs> team, and we just have this look we give each other all the time. So that's like one positive, funny thing I always thought was cool between us. Yeah. And Caitlin, you take a look at Jordan and same question. Tell me something interesting, funny, or positive about her. Um, something, I would, I'll say something positive about Jordan. She is, I would say one of the most like underrated players on our team, uh, just because she does all like the little and the dirty things, like the things that, <laughs> Like, it's like a grind, you know, and she, she's the one that's like communicating, like we said, like Lainey's towel press, Jordan's usually in the back, and she's yelling at everyone, kind of like telling them where they need to be at on defense, and it's stressful. Yeah, (laughs) and it's a lot, and like, it, it seems like such a simple thing, and she just does it without complaining, and that's something that is definitely a positive about Jordan. And then Jordan, same thing for you, you have Lainey. Um, something about Lainey, I feel like we've kind of created this bond of like bullying people in the paint. <laughs> um, something I'll never forget is um, when we played this team and I kind of got into a, a little argument with the girl <laughs> and, and then I, I had to walk away and then Lainey was like, well, who are you talking to? And I just know that like Lainey will always have my back no matter what. And I know that if anyone comes into the paint, they're not going to do anything when me and Lainey are standing there. Oh, that's good. And then who wants to do the same thing for your coach there? You can all take a turn if you want. But. I'll go. <laughs> um, so one thing that um, I'd say, like, you know, you read articles, like, about our games and stuff, but no one ever talks about, like, the amount of sacrifice that Coach D makes for our team. Um, he has two young kids, lives in Delaware. Um, so he's commuting every morning and every night back from late practices he's watching more film than anyone so he's like I don't I don't think this man sleeps honestly (laughs) and that kind of dedication he was saying um that it takes us having the same level of buying as him and we all look up to him in that way and I don't think it gets um talked about enough and we definitely all respect him so much and are so appreciative of that it's it's nice Um, to have that recognized for sure um, another thing is that, you know, like an outsider looking in, I, 
I think they would think we're all kind of crazy, but <laughs> having a coach that can push you in that way, but also, you know, like be there for you when you need anything, you can text him, ask him a question. I think that's really important when you create that bond with your coach that you like, you trust him and he trusts you. So I think that was really important this year too. Yeah, I also think like your toughness. It's like everyone, anyone looking in would be like, "Wow, he's yeah. mean." <laughs> but we're just like so used to it, and it really helps. Like it pushes us. Like yeah. we, we complain about it sometimes, but we know it pushes us, and it makes us better. And then like at the end of the day, as Jordan said, you can just go to him about anything, even though some of us are scared to sometimes. <laughs> we can separate coach from mentor, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, all those are certainly reasons why he's uh, compiled a career record there. 203 wins at 50, against just 56 losses in 10 seasons there at the school. So let me just ask this. What am I missing? Fill in any blanks for me before we say goodbye. Anything that I missed that we should talk about here, let people know about? So the players that aren't here, I couldn't get everybody here. Uh, the players that aren't here, uh, Abby Sharp, um, she just recently committed to play uh, at Penn. Um, she's a junior. Uh, she was also just recently named first team uh, to all Montgomery County. Uh, Aaron Daly, um, who I kind of put, Planning was saying the same thing, very similar to Jordan. It's just someone that doesn't always get all the accolades, but really does a lot of the winning plays. Um, that you need to win games. It's so much that like Aaron was such a difference in the beginning of the state championship game. Uh, she guarded the other team's best player, outscored her. Uh, it was really a huge a boost to, to begin the game. I know the final score makes it look not so close, but it was seven to seven in the first quarter. And it was a little, you know, a little close there. Uh, they mentioned Fiona. Um, Fiona stepped in probably two of our closest games of the season. Uh, Laney got hurt against Haverford in the district playoffs. It was the only time all season we were losing in the fourth quarter. And Fiona steps in, and I still, you know, we talk about this a lot. She took one of those, oh, my God, what are you doing shots? <laughs> and then it goes in, and I was like, oh, that was a great shot. Good job. Uh, she took, like, a logo three from so deep. As soon as she went into that, I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Uh, and makes the shot, and then, boom, it, it, we, we go from losing to winning the game. Um, and then Jordan missed two games this state uh, tournament, and Fiona filled in. She played 32 minutes, to where you know Jordan is six foot one, Fiona is five foot six, five foot like, seven. Yeah, yeah, five six. Um, <laughs> and so just you know the the fact that you could bring someone in off the bench uh, with that level of of toughness to her, uh, and then the other player too, Angelina Bowser, uh, is kind of like our energizer bunny kid. Yeah. Um, she's five foot two, five foot three. <laughs> Uh, and in a pleasant way, I would say, is a pest on the court. She just runs around and bothers everybody, is, is a good shooter, and just a good energy to have as a part of the team. Um, our assistant coaches, Coach B is a former uh, player, a great female role model, uh, Bridget McKnight, uh, for the girls. I know they, or they say they're a little scared to come to me about stuff sometimes. They're never afraid to go to Coach B about anything. Um, and uh, TJ Delucia as well uh, as an assistant. He's We've been together 10 years, uh, everyone I have, uh, he's been a part of. So they've been a special group. Um, it's been a special, just a, an incredibly special run here for this group too. They're, the, the winning the state championship, all the, all the titles and everything this year was really four hard years of work. Mm -hmm. uh, when they came in as freshmen, 
we they were replacing a group that was highly successful and we really didn't know what we had and maybe about five ten games into their freshman year we saw the talent and we it kind of just started to cultivate and we kind of took some lumps uh freshman year and lost to O'Hara in the state um state title but ever since it's just been building and building and Every team says they want to win a championship, but very few teams make the sacrifices to win a state championship. Uh, and it's it still feels a little surreal. It's it's still one of those things like, oh, my, you wake up some days and you forget that it happened. Uh, but in our school, in this community, basketball is the sport. It really is. Uh, and it's, it's such a special thing that, that this team will forever be memorialized with a state title. Well, after talking to you and getting to know you, I'm glad that that happened for all of you here this year. And uh, I wish you all the success in the world. Continued success to you, Coach. Hopefully you have some people that can fill in these uh, shoes here the next next yeah. year. You're probably sweating that out a little bit. Like, oh, how am I going, what am I going to do well, about these? A little bit. <laughs> we have two <laughs> starters coming back. Yeah. So, yes. All right, well, you know, hey, if you got uh, – you can build the team around two starters, you know, that's for yes. sure. Right. And uh, hopefully some other kids step up and grow a couple inches and all. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Is your uh, little five foot two pest coming back? Every team needs one of those, she, by the way. She is. Yes. Okay. Yes. Everyone needs someone. Every team needs one so they can crawl under people and steal the ball yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yes. All right. So I want to thank the colonials from Plymouth white marsh high school in Pennsylvania, the, PIAA 6A state champions for joining me here today on my sports reports. Head coach Dan Doherty, Laney Allen, Caitlin Flanagan, and Jordan Thomas. Best of success, best of luck to all of you going forward here in your lives, and hopefully we'll get to meet again sometime. Yes, at some point. Thank you. All right. Enjoy the rest of spring. Happy summer and. Again, continued success and best of luck. Thanks for joining the show. Have a great day. All right, you too. All right. It's good to talk to people that uh, you hear about, you read about, and you get to meet them, and, and then you like them, and like, hey, you know, they deserve that. They work real hard. They sacrifice. That is what a lot of people just don't really understand the sacrifice that people put in and if you talk about the coach there dan doherty for a moment yeah that's a little bit of a trip up from up to plymouth white marsh there from delaware and watching all that tape and spending all that time with those kids and doing all the traveling for the state tournament and whatnot that is a lot going on there so uh congratulations to him well earned and let me just quickly say that this has been brought to you by me, Marshall Manlove, stage hypnotist. If you'd like a funny, fascinating, memorable experience, check out my comedy hypnosis show at marshallmanlove.com and bring me out. It's a fun time. Do shows all around the country. 
If you would like to suggest somebody for an interview here on the show, just write to me at mysportsreports at gmail.com. If you have any items of interest to submit to me, National Letters of Intent signing announcements, do a bunch of those. Uh, athlete milestones, like to do a segment about them as well. Just submit that stuff to me at mysportsreports at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am Marshall Manlove, and now... I'm gone. Because it's snack time here in the home studio in Middletown, Delaware. Cake.